Blog Talk Radio. It's that time again, folks, broadcasting live with his tin cans and a brand new string from a top old smoky. It's Ben, the king of wainerslingers, with a fancy co-host, with important guests, and the best answers a third-grade education can buy. All for you. Sponsored by Ben'sCarts.com, whiskey by the jug and donuts. You are so in for a treat today. But if I told you now, I'd have to kill you. So stay tuned. Ben's as nervous as a long-tailed cat in a room full of rocking chairs. Stand by. He's downing his last glass of liquid. With courage, and he'll be live in 30 seconds. Hey, Ben, I wanted to let you know um, I really appreciated your, your set of videos that you had up here on your website for free. And one that struck me that was good was your talk about Walmart and uh, some of the mega stores. So I was thinking about you and about that talk, and I was at Walmart today. I'm starting a uh, a food truck that is going to primarily uh, center around hot dogs. And I'll, I can talk about that later sometime. But I just bumped into the manager and I said, hey, uh, you're the manager of the store? He said, yes. Well, you know, I'd, I have a food truck. Here's my card. And I'm going to start in April. And I'd love to uh, be outside of this Walmart and help your customers and some of your, maybe even some of your employees. Here's what I'm going to have. And I mentioned a few things in the menu. And he says, great. Well, let's do it. And uh, all you got to, he says to me, all you got to do is uh, tell me also that uh, so some of your proceeds are going to go towards a, uh, uh, you know, uh, you know, some some volunteer uh, or you know some other uh, a group that I, I I may choose. And he says, with that, then you're all set. So uh, I'm going to do it. And uh, I'm, what I'm going to do is uh, some of the proceeds, so some of the money after I get paid and to pay for the food and whatnot, and we're going to give some of the proceeds to some sort of charity. But I want to let you know that. So in April, in April, we'll be uh, outside of Walmart, uh, you know, a few days a week. And I wanted to thank you for putting that bug in my ear, and I appreciate that. Thanks, Ben. It's Sunday night, and you're listening to the all-new HDVR Hot Dog Vendor Radio Show with Ben. Call in at 424-258-9364. Press 1 to go live and ask Ben a question. You wanted the best? You got it. You're listening to HDVR, Hot Dog Vendor Radio. I hold on so nervously to me and my dream. Well, howdy, howdy, folks. I am excited to be here tonight. We are going to discuss the, I think this is the fourth episode that we're doing this new live training segment each week. And we're going to be discussing buying a cart. And believe it or not, this won't be biased information um, other than biased in favor of your wallet. And so Jason is not joining us. We do have uh, Michael Wood with us tonight from Doug's Dogs out of Georgia. But Jason, uh, he had um, two full-time employees that weren't able to come tonight. And so he got stuck with part-time employees. And he's having to do a lot of work tonight. He had, I think, three trailers out. And he's having to re, you know, clean up and all that mess. Um, so he apologizes for missing the show. Um, for all those who voted for Jason in that thing we kept posting up on Facebook, thank you, thank you. Um, it means a lot. Jason helps us out a lot. He doesn't ask for anything. And 
he has a world of information and, and he helps a lot of vendors. So thanks for voting and supporting Jason in that um, battle. I do not know the results yet. Now, um, I have some questions that came in through the listener feedback line over at LearnHotDogs.com on the side of the page on the left side. There's a listener feedback link, and you can just record a message. Here's the first one. Hi, Ben. I was reading about that uh, hot dog stand, and I was wondering, I quite some good information, but um, I had an idea by um, an, an office, a driver's license office, where daily more than 100 people come, and they have to wait. There's no food in the area. There is an, um, a little playground with a covered uh, area on it, what is empty with uh, banks and tables. So nobody is there. Over. I would just want to know if that would be a good place. Well, I think it's an excellent place. I actually um, talk about it. One of my oldest videos out there, one of the training videos, the free training videos, talks about a customer of mine. He actually put a vinyl wrap on the cart to make it look like wood, and it looks so cool. And that picture I still use in marketing stuff now, but he, um, he set up in front of a DMV and was rocking. I'm talking rocking. There's been other vendors since that have set up in front of DMVs. So, yes, I believe it's an excellent opportunity. I would take advantage of it if you, can, if you can do it. Not all DMVs will allow it, but I hope you do it, and I hope you're successful with it. Um, I'm not able to watch the chat room, but every now and then I'll play a commercial and I'll go over there and, and you know sift through the information and see if anybody has any questions. Um, I'd prefer you call in if you have any questions. Um, but I do want to remind you that we have Street Food um, Vendor TV, streetfoodvendor.tv. You can go over there and join in the chat and have, talk to other vendors during the live show. You can even do it after hours. Um, but there's also a a group, and I think Michael Wood is a uh, is one of the admins there at um, Street vendorforum.com and that is street food street vendorforum.com I always try to throw in a food but street vendorforum.com and you can sign up it's free and you can talk to vendors there's different topics I was over there day before yesterday and I was amazed at all the the questions and answers that people are helping each other Michael Wood um, helps a lot of vendors there and some other vendors that are experienced answer questions there if you have tips or advice. Um, it's a great place to share the information. Um, I want to to another one, and then I, I have a whole slew of stuff tonight, and, and I'm going to try to rush through it. It's going to sound like I'm going nuts, but before I go to the next one, I'm going to bring on um, Mr. Michael Wood because he's um, he needs to be on. You need to unmute yourself so we can hear you, and you may need to turn down your speaker so we can um, so it doesn't feed back. I'm gonna try to unmute me. Well, uh, you're unmuted, but yeah, you're, you're unmuted, but, but I can uh, hear a feedback. So whatever it's playing through your speakers coming right back through your mic. Now it's quit. You there? No, it's because you're muted again. Um, let me check on my end and see. No, I can't unmute you. You've got yourself muted. Can't hear you. Now try it. Nothing, Michael. 
How about now? Yep, can hear you loud and clear. And I bet you're getting feedback. I am getting feedback. Oh. That's the best I can do tonight. Sorry. Right. <laughs> I don't know why it gets feedback on this thing. I, I'll just mute you during um, oh, yeah. when we go. How, how's your week been? It's it's been real been actually real good. Um, I had an auction last night, and about the only thing that happened that was bad is uh, I got finished with the auction and and hooked up the hot dog cart and pulled the truck up in the driveway to leave, and the hot dog cart came disconnected and rolled down the hill. Oh crap! And Any thank damage? goodness it didn't hurt it. And, uh, That's because it's a big it dog. Just, it didn't roll over or nothing. It just, it just slid down. Well, that's awesome. And, uh, um, well, but I had a good. If you will, instead of me muting you, if you'll mute you, um, I'll go on through these. And if you have anything to add, just unmute yourself. All right. And that way, everybody doesn't hear me How talk. That? Yeah, that sounds good. Well, I'm still hearing myself, but either way, if um. That way people don't hear me talk twice. Here's another one. Hi, Ben. I'm new to street vending, and I have a question on um, territory, I guess, stepping on toes. Um, how do you um, protect the area you have, I guess, and then also what's common courtesy as far as going into an area let's say i have a a hot dog cart and there's a a roach coach there or um you know what's the proper etiquette for that type of behavior um that's an excellent question my my advice is always be nice but i am not i'm not going to worry that there's other vendors so to speak in my town because there's never enough vendors. There's always a place for you to go. People are often call me and go, there's already six or seven vendors in my town. Well, how many gas stations? 412. Well, you'll probably be okay then. Um, because it doesn't really matter. If somebody is set up somewhere um, and you have permission to go near them um, or you have the opportunity to set up, I'd go talk to them and go, hey, what are you selling? Oh, pizzas? Well, that probably won't interfere. What do you think about me setting up next to you and we kind of you know, pull in a crowd. In Oregon, they've had very good success with food pods, which is designated areas for food vendors. And different food vendors get together, and, and 8, 10, 12, 15 of them get together, and they're all in one area. And so you can get Thai food, Chinese food, Mexican, Spanish, whatever you want. The cuisines are unlimited, and they have food trucks and food carts out there constantly. So and people think of it as like a mall. You know, you've got this whole plethora of, of foods. So it's not always a bad thing. But I would introduce myself. I'd go up to a food truck and go, hey, I, I see y'all do Philly cheesesteaks and stuff. We do sausages and hot dogs. We just got a little cart. And I wanted you to know, you know, we had planned on moving here. But my, obviously my goal is not to hurt you. And, but, I, but in the past, I've seen success with this. And they, they may be open to it. Um, I don't want to hurt someone else's livelihood. So my goal is not to hurt someone else. So if I have multiple options, and one of those options includes going into a location that could potentially harm someone's ability to feed their family, then kiss my ass, I'm not going there. Um, There's too many other locations. 
I'm not going to be a jackass um, just for the spite of being a jackass, um, unless you talk to my wife, and then she'll tell you that sometimes I am. Um, I thank you for those feedback questions. Those are excellent. I'm going to jump over here to emails. Um, let's see. I've got a, a guy that asked me, and I haven't told him that I'd be reading this online because it came in during the announcements of this show. He says, My, um, I've got a cart and can't use it right now because I have a full-time job and haven't had time to use it. How would you recommend I put it to you so I can make some money and someone else and help someone else in the same process? It's an excellent question. Um, I would, and I cover this more as far as other ways to make money with your cart, if you search that on the LearnHotDogs.com training blog. But in short, um, it's an excellent opportunity to lease out your cart part-time. You set up the rules. I have a lease form available at store.benscarts.com, and you can check that out. It gives you the power so that they either have to bring it in every day for you to inspect it, or they can keep it for a week at a time. I even talk about how long you can keep it, um, how, how often you pay for it. But I would make it available because it's a big dog cart, you just said. And that's, that could make somebody money and make you a little income. So why not? Um, I love leasing carts other than the headache of multiple carts. But you can make really good money. So I hope that answers your question, and I'll, um, I'll send you an email right now before I forget. Just answered um, www.streetfoodvendor.tv um, live on the show. So I just answered that question for him. Now, let's go to some other questions that I received. Let's see, let's see. I apologize. This one came through our YouTube messages. It says, where's the best place to purchase inventory? It's the, probably the fourth or fifth time I've gotten this with this week. It is covered at LearnHotDogs.com in the free training section. But um, depending on your income, depending on how much money you have immediately available, do you have extra cash to buy stock, will determine where you buy. But I was buying at the grocery store for the first few days because I couldn't afford to buy in bulk. Then I got a Sam's Club membership for $50, and then I could buy in bulk. Then I learned that I could get my onions in 50-pound sacks from Cisco Foods. So I set up an account with them, and I started getting my onions that way. Well, you can expand this out. My my advice w would be if you can afford it, it's always better to go to Sam's, Restaurant Depot, Costco, one of those places where you can buy it in bulk and get good deals. But I also talk about in my free training, don't hesitate to ask your local, like we have Food City, and I can go into Food City or Food Lion, or I can go into Kroger or Bilo or any of these our grocery stores that are you know, regional here, I can go into them and I can talk to the manager and say, listen, you know what, um, I'm going to, I'm on a catering company and hot dog vending and we've got a food cart or a food truck or whatever it is. And we'd like to know if, if we can get this for this amount of money. And oftentimes they will give you an immediate discount 
My local Food City gave me 10% off, but they didn't give it in in a an immediate off. What they did is they said, you spend 500 One, they didn't charge me tax because they used my tax ID, so I wasn't paying sales tax. Then they turned around and gave me 10% off but in the form of a rebate, but they just put it on a card, a gas card. So anytime I needed gas, I could go to their pumps, and I had this card that was always building money. Well, because I was about every two weeks buying my sodas from Food City, I played Food Line and Food City off of each other, trying to buy my sodas whenever they were on sale at either place. I would Food City, um, I'd get 10% extra in gas. So if I spent $300 this week at Food City on sodas, I'm going to have $30 in gas free. So that I hope that answers your question. Um, your your name is Mr. Mr. Carly13 on YouTube. I appreciate the question. Um, here's another one, and we'll see if we can get through this one. This is a longer one. So a friend and I were thinking of starting a hot dog cart together um, when he moves out to Washington. We are thinking of a local bar scene, but we probably won't get to scouting out till he gets out here. Anyway, I had a few questions. I watched a bunch of your videos, but ha- may have missed the ones where you bring this up. Is it viable to have two people working the card at the same time? Yes, my I think my second video in, I talk about my wife and I running the cart together. Um, so absolutely. There's many times. If you found a good location, it's almost imperative that you have help. Um, there's some vendors that don't need it. They're just that good. I was never that good. It always helped me to have my wife taking the money while I made the their dogs. It's, it goes on to say, I assume with the bar scene, having both of us there would make it easier. Well, it is, and, and it's also safer. But what was not sure how well it will work since I hardly see two people working a cart. Going full force on the DIY project, you have... Um, she, what she's talking about is the buildacart.com. We, at buildacart.com, you can get a yeah, whole training thing on and build you a cart for under 1000 bucks. Um, so she asked, how, you know, how much money do you think it would take to finish the cart? Well, less than $1,000. Um, think we could build it in a week? Absolutely, you could build it in a week. Um, I don't know many people that have. Usually it's about a two-week project, depending on how much time you have to devote to it and your skill level. It would take me about two and a half years. We want to go with the name Everything Under the Bun, which is a kick-butt name. I love that, Everything Under the Bun. However, looking on Google, we see a business in North Carolina using the same name, so do you think we can use it in Washington? Let me explain this real quick. Um, Names are not – anybody can use a name. Um, but you couldn't go out and use Coke because if you'll notice on Coke uh, ads, there's always that little TM next to the word. That's a trademark. And a trademark means that they own the rights to that name. You can't use that name without their permission. So you definitely couldn't name you a soda company called Coca-Cola um, unless you got a lot of money with attorneys. But somebody in Tennessee here that does, an, a, does a business hillbilly hot dogs and then one that goes up into Kentucky and does one hillbilly hot dogs, it does not matter. Because, like, my hillbilly hot dogs was registered with the state, but just with the state. I didn't trademark it. 
So there's other hillbilly hot dogs. So everything under the bun could possibly not be trademarked. You can look it up online, and then you could use it because they're probably just local to North Carolina. And they're probably, if they don't have an ink or an LLC, they may be even just a, um, what, what is it called, um, Michael? It's a, a, like a fictitious name. It's a, a doing right, doing business as. You know, I'm 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 Ben doing business yeah, as proprietor. everything under the bun. Well, everything under the bun may just be a, a everything a, under the bun may just be a, a a DBA name doing business as. But I'm I'm getting a lot of feedback again, Michael. But anyway, if you if if you get the DBA and and that's all they're using, then then you can use the same thing um, in the same state. Because the state doesn't care how many people are using the same DBA. It just doesn't matter until somebody registers it as a official company name with the state. Um, she says, you know, should I email them? I say no, um, because it doesn't matter. You can look up online and see if it's any way trademarked. If it's not trademarked, for sure use it. Um Actually, I think those are my only questions. I'll be taking the health department, blah, 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 blah. Let's see, 600, blah, blah, blah. And that was our only question. So um, look how quick I went through that. I know I have to hurry. We uh, we still have to go through the cart buying, and, and I can get wordy there because I want you to be able to find a cart. Obviously, I want to sell you a cart. But I, I know for a fact there's other good manufacturers. I also know for a fact you can save money. And if you're on a limited budget to get started, I want you to make it. I'd rather you make it and get your second cart from me, not your first cart, and fail because you used all your money to get a cart. So I'm going to show you how to buy a cart, and I'm going to tell you exactly what you need to know so that you don't get screwed and so that you make the best decision with your money. This, this message comes in. It says, um, this is from Dale. Hey, Ben, getting ready to start my business. Just turned mine into my paperwork to the health department. Um, and break out my big dog card. He's got a new big dog card. Quick question, what size chips do you find to sell better? This is also in my free training. Um, I use one ounce. Some vendors, um, Michael, what do you use? One ounce also. One ounce? Yeah, because Sam's and Costco and those guys, they sell up a, yeah, a box of like 50. And, and so a box of 50 may have... Three-quarter ounce, one ounce, and one and a half ounce, or one and a quarter ounce, all mixed in. So it's all about averages to one ounce. Don't go get those little rinky-dinky half-ounce bags that you can get really cheap because you'll just piss people off charging them a dollar for it. But an ounce bag of chips is a nice big bag of chips, especially when you're getting two hot dogs or a nice big one, you know, quarter-pounder or half-pound dog. You don't need anything else. Um I thank you for that question. That was a great question, Dale. Let's see. Um, it on that. I do want to tell you one of our vendors, this lady, I love her, um, number one, just because she's such a good person and she's a good-hearted person. Um, her and her husband got a cart. They did well with it, and they're in, in the southeast United States. They are older and um, not the best of health. Her husband is not anymore, and so they have started making T-shirts for vendors, 
your company name on them or whatever, but they sell some cool T-shirts. We're going to be posting that up on the blog soon and telling you about that. I also want to tell you that I have um, coming out, and I know I told you it would be this week. It didn't happen. Um, we're, we're close, but we are going to be doing live training. So you'll be able sometime this month, if you, I'm only doing a, a select few, you'll be able to pay a fee. Um, you've always wanted to come to, you know, um, Sevierville, Tennessee, Gatlinburg area, Dollywood, and all that, see the Smoky Mountains. You'll be able to come and, and do a live training on a cart and live training in a classroom setting with me. We'll go through all kinds of stuff. And I've been requested this over and over over the years, but this year I've gotten more. I was telling Jason a couple weeks ago, listen, I'm getting inundated with people wanting me to do live training. I do not have time. He goes, why don't you do a class and do, you know, 15 or 20 people and that's it. And so that's what I'm going to do. Um, you'll see that on the blog probably this week. And um, so go to learnhotdogs.com. I'll also send an email newsletter out. So if you're subscribed to the blog on the right-hand side of the blog page at Learn Hot Dogs near the bottom, it says subscribe to the newsletter. You won't get bombarded with crap from me. Um, uh, in fact, I'm, I'm incredibly bad about sending out newsletters. So you might get one this week, and then it may be seven weeks later you get another one. But I do post articles pretty frequently. Now, um, I want to see where we are Okay, um, I've got – I want to go on into this training, but I'm going to take a short break, and we'll be back in just a second. Hot Dog Saved My Life, the book. Everything you ever wanted to know about hot dog vending and probably some things you don't, available at benscarts.com forward slash book. Why spend one hundred or more dollars when you can get it all for less than thirty bucks? Benscarts.com forward slash book. Get it? Read it. Man, am and I getting feedback now? Yep. Benscarts.com forward slash. I don't know what's causing it. Want to see some funky videos? Go to LearnHotDogs.com. You can watch Ben do it on a real big dog cart. He'll also teach you how to steam, boil, and grill dogs the right way on the same cart. He'll also show you how to get your hands on some hot steamy buns. And it's all over at LearnHotDogs.com. All right, let's see here. I got one more for you. This is Slick Willie Johnson from New York, and you'll be grooving live with the Hot Dog Answer Man on HDVR, Hot Dog Vendor Radio. Come on, y'all, let's take a ride. All right, let me check and see and make sure how many people are on hold. We got a caller, area code 601. You're live on Hot Dog Vendor Radio and Street Food Vendor TV. Thank you for joining us. How are we doing tonight, Mr. Ben? Doing great. How are you? Oh, I'm tired. I'm tired. Just got in. <laughs> Oh my oh, goodness! Well, Long day. You're talking about buying, and yeah, went out. Got actually got run out of a little town here in Mississippi. Uh, they just put a casino in here, and I set up on a railroad property, and the guy put in a business there. He run me off. My gosh! One Are you gonna yeah, you gonna try to find another day. location there? I'm actually talking to the people that's got a place right in front of his store. This is going to be a dick move about it, but I'm going to go. I'm, I'm going to drop my prices down really low. 
give the people who owns the property a dollar or so. Just because the guy was a dick today, and I had about 50 people out in the park with me. Wow. Have you been doing good there in the past? Oh, yeah. The park's been doing really good for me on Sundays when people get out of church. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, I was talking to a vendor the other day. I was talking to a vendor the other day in Texas, and he is—he wouldn't tell me which church it is, but there's like five. I googled it. There's five or six mega churches in Texas, and he sets up in their overflow parking, and he's right near the street, and he says he gets covered up after church. He said they have three services. And he said by the time he's ready to handle the next flow, he is just covered up in business. People just walking out. Instead of going out to eat on Sunday, they're just getting hot dogs and sausages. Yeah, I like this. I'm starting to like doing the churches more. I've been doing it now about almost four months now. And the church thing's been really good for me on Sunday. This was one of my first things. I did free hot dogs at a church event one time. And this has really paid off for me on Sundays. Well, I'm but glad you're uh, talking about uh, buying carts, used carts. Yeah. Tonight on the show. Yep. There's a good site I use when I found mine. It's like searchtempest.com. Uh, it searches all the Craigslist in the area. So I used that Craigslist and uh, yep. it was down. Went on there. That's how I found mine. I just, like I said, I started off with a, a used cart, was beat up, paid like 800 bucks for it, paid actually too much, put a little money in it. And I'm actually thinking about buying another one. I've, read your book and I pulled that thing got up finally got the uh, animal shelter here I'm gonna be able to set up at Walmart next week doing a sale for a dog for our dogs I like that you know I I was we played a, a voice message that somebody had left on our feedback line at learnhotdogs.com when we started the show and he is he is setting up in front of a Walmart and they were happy to have him so and he's going to be donating money to some charity locally the the search tempest though I want to thank you for because you know there used to be crazed list which used yeah, to it's not up no more yeah crazed list got shut down but search tempest it's search s e a r c h t e m p e s t so search and then t e m pest and you will be able to search all of Craigslist list and eBay instantly for a certain area that you define. And that is a kick-butt clue um, or a tip tonight. I thank you for sharing that with everybody. Yeah, I went to every town in my area trying to search for a hot dog stand. I was looking. I was like, there's got to be an easier way. you got to be an easier way. I read your book, and I was like, this site don't work no more. Yeah, so crazy. talking to people and found that one. Yeah, it got shut down. Um, I don't know why, but they, they shut down. But. Bottom line, I, I knew eventually somebody else would come up, and apparently Search Tempest has an Android app, if you have an Android phone, um, and you can use it. So that would that would be pretty handy on your phone. Did you have anything else you wanted to add before I go? No, that was just going to tell you oh, that's a good site to look for. Man, I think that's excellent advice. That will probably be the best bit of advice we get tonight. Thank you for sharing. All right. I, I have, um, we are going to cover tonight um, buying a used cart. And um, I may run out of time, but I'm, I'm thorough with this because there are a lot of people that want to get started and they don't have the money or it just doesn't make sense always to buy a new cart. 
you know, if you got three thousand in the bank, or you, your uncle, you know, Bert's going to loan you three thousand. Why use all three thousand to buy a damn cart? And as I said earlier, I'd love to sell you a new cart, but I'd love more to see you successful and you just buy your second cart from me. But the bottom line is, is success. And used carts, you can make work. And there's some really good deals out there from time to time. Now, we aren't coming into the good deal season. Usually that's fall and winter for getting a good deal on a cart. You know, people quit vending or bought it in the summer and decided, you know, I'm going to miss all kinds of Oprah shows if I get, you know, go work this, and so I'm going to sell it. And they'll Craigslist it or eBay it. Well, I can tell you, you can go to those two sites. You can also go over to um, learnhotdogs.com. At the top right corner, there is a box for classified used carts. And you can list a cart. You can buy a cart. You can list a wanted ad. It's free. So, and and somebody listed just recently, they, they have multiple carts in New Mexico, and they sell them. They buy them and sell them, which we've talked about that as a business before. But let me tell you what you do when you go get a cart or go look at carts so that you're prepared, so that you can go and have the, the highest odds of making a good decision. You know, it, when you don't know carts, it's hard to make a good decision on the value of that cart. Now, the value is always dependent on how much you're willing to pay. But you want to know what you're getting, and there's some tricks. There's some tips I want to give you tonight. When you go to take a card, I want you to do a couple things. Before you even go look at it, ask them if they have the paperwork on the card. Whether they've ever registered it or not doesn't matter. As long as they have the paperwork on the card, the title, if it's a towable card, is important because you won't be able to apply for a lost title if he never titled it and he lost the paperwork. You'll be in up the creek. And I get at least one of those calls every couple of weeks where somebody has bought a cart and it doesn't have paperwork, and they're going, what do I do? Well, it's tricky to get, and sometimes almost impossible, to get that done. So carts that go on the highways have a VIN number, just like your car truck so here's what i want you to do is make sure they have their paperwork the next thing i want you to make sure before going is that you are prepared i want you to have um, a lighter i want you to have a propane tank possibly a water jug um if you have you don't have to take pans but it helps but definitely a lighter a propane tank and a spray bottle I want you to take a spray bottle, just a dollar, go to the dollar store and get a spray bottle, fill it full of water, and add about a, you know, a squirt or two of Dawn dishwashing soap. And when you get there and you hook up your propane tank, because inevitably they'll tell you that we ran out of the gas and so I don't have no way for you to test it, you can go, oh, that's no problem. I can test it right now because we're going to do two things. We don't want to take their word for it, number one. We want to make sure that that cart is going to function. And so, and if it's not, we want to know up front before we pay for it. That way we can have some bargaining room. So there's two benefits that come out of doing this work. So I would get there. I would take my propane tank if they didn't have one. I'd hook it up. But before I cranked up any fire, 
I would take my, I'd make sure the knobs are turned off. If it has multiple knobs for burners and grills, I would make sure everything's off. Then I'd open the valve on the propane tank, and I would take my spray bottle, and I would follow every line down, every gas line, and I would spray it with that soapy water. And the reason I do that is because it will bubble. It will bubble a lot if gas is leaking. And sometimes out in an open air, you won't smell that propane. Even propane doesn't really have a smell, but they do put that, that, that chemical in it to give it a smell. But sometimes you'll miss something. You'll miss a little leak that later becomes a huge problem. So that's one of the things to do. I also advise you to go under, over, and through that cart. Take your time. Lift it up. Get up underneath it. There is a, vin- a manufacturer that sells a lot of carts, probably more than I do, who is here in the U.S., and he makes some pretty carts. I mean pretty carts. He's all over eBay, and that's pretty much his only advertising medium, but he's changed his name a couple times that I know of. But I, it's not that it'd be the end of the world, and I'm going to talk about that in a minute, what to do if you, if you made a bad deal. But the bottom line is if you get a cart and you don't go under it, this, there, there's, a, there, there's definitely one manufacturer that uses pressed wood painted to look like stainless steel. And all the places that you would not think to look, like your foundation of the cart, the underneath, the um, walls inside that surround the, the, um, the propane tanks and your water lines and all that stuff will be this wood stuff, this pressed cardboard stuff. And the first time that cart gets wet, it's going to turn into a nightmare. So structurally, it won't be sound. And you could lose a propane tank on the side of the interstate like I did um, about six years ago and with one of those carts. I'm, I'm telling you this because, and, and listen, this is not the end of the world. You get there and there's the cart from that guy or that company, and it's 500 bucks. buy that sucker because everything's fixable. But you don't want to pay 3500 for it when you could have got two new carts, and, and now you still got to fix it. It's just not worth it. So these are things that are going to happen. So I would go around that cart, through that cart, over that cart. I'd check everything. Then I would turn on my propane after I've checked for my soapy water, and I'd test my burners. If that person bought a cart, he more than likely has pans. I want it to have pans, and there's a reason. Because in order to see how quickly it heats up, number one reason, number two reason is a lot of manufacturers put, don't put enough burners or use very low BTU burners where it doesn't heat up quick enough and it takes forever to recoup once you add new water. Um, whoever's, is that Michael? I'm going to... I don't know where that's coming from, but um, anyway, I apologize. If Here's what we we do is if, if they have pans, pour a little water in them because some people have pans that are aluminum that will look just like stainless steel. Not the end of the world, but the problem is the heat will just melt right through them. So put water in them, then it won't melt through them at all. And, and it'll be safe. But the biggest thing you're checking here is the insulation value. 
Because now that you've got these pans in the steam table and the fire's going, you want to make sure how much heat transfers through the cart. Because typically on a lot of these carts, they have a cooler right up next to the steam table and just a piece of sheet metal in between. And what you end up with is an oven. Your whole cart turns into an oven. Now, all carts will transfer heat, okay? And, and it doesn't mean you can't buy it still, but it gives you bargaining room. You can go, why don't they have this insulated? Well, why is the cooler not insulated? In fact, one manufacturer sends out coolers that he calls coolers. All they are is empty sinks, plastic, you know, like warehouse sinks that he straps up under the cart. And if you didn't go up under and look, there's no insulation. And so you will go through so many ice packs, it'll make your head spin. It'll just be a constant nightmare of changing out ice packs because once you've heated up the cart and it's a hot day out, you're going to just eat up your ice packs. So those are things I would check. Check under the cart. I would check everything on the cart. Make sure the wheels turn fine. Make sure the all carts you should be able to easily lift up one side or the other, put it on a block or something, spin the wheel, or just move it back and forth in the yard kind of listening. You hear any grinding? Well, that means there's bearings that could be bad. Still not the end of the world. You can buy a new... Hell, you can buy a new axle and everything, I think, for 150 bucks, maybe even less. Axle wood tires. So it's not the end of the world. I just want you to be aware. You don't want to say, well, I'm 45 miles away, hook it to your car and get halfway home, and you're, you're dragging it without an axle now, or you set on fire. But the, the deal is, is you want to check these things. You want to check those knobs on the burners. You want to turn them up and down. See if the flame changes. There are, I hate to say more than one. I know of a manufacturer that uses knobs, but they don't do nothing. They just turned. And so you think they're doing, you, you know, you think, oh, it's got a knob. I can go low or high flame. Well, no, you can't. It's basically on and on, and that's really it, or on and off. There is no in-between. And so what if you're wanting to just run a slower flame just to keep stuff steamed and warm? You don't want to be full boiling anything and you can't do that. Well, you can always fix it, but the point is, is you want to know going in, you want to you want to allot the time and, and, and know that, hey, I know that I'm going to buy this cart, and I know that it's going to take me 16 hours to get it right, or it's going to take me three hours to get it right, or whatever it is. You may get there, and the sides dented in, okay? And it looks kind of crappy. Don't panic. Okay, I've seen some people send me pictures and go, look at this crappy cart this guy wanted $1,000 for. And I go, actually, it's a pretty good deal. I mean, if you replace that one panel and fix those taillights, um, you're good to go. Well, how much is a panel? Well, you can go to a, a, a sheet metal shop. They'll probably sell you a panel for a couple hundred bucks. They'll sell it for you for 100 bucks if it's just aluminum. And now you've got a brand-new shiny one. What if the top's dented, scratched, looks like crap? How much would it cost to fix a top? Maybe 300 bucks with real stainless, 400 maybe max. You've got a new top. So don't let it don't let me discourage you from buying it. I'd want you to go ahead and get it if you're getting it cheap enough that it warrants spending the extra money to bring it up to par. But you want the cart to look good. Um it's why car dealers clean cars before they sell them on the on the lot. Because most people can't see past the grime. If somebody's got a grimy cart, 
will grease still run down it and it's pretty rusty and they've left it outside or whatever and it's got stains, no, you can get a good deal. That's a good deal. That's the kind of stuff I'd look for. I'd go, that's a good deal right there. How much do you want for that? I want seven hundred. I'll give you five fifty. All right, take it. And we're good to go. Now I've got a cart that's got more stainless steel on it than five hundred and fifty dollars can buy. Even after I have to replace the burners and replace the water, now I want you to check the water, and we're going to talk about that for a second. We want to check the water throughout the system. We want to fill up a water hose into the tanks, make sure. I prefer not a gravity flow system. Most manufacturers aren't doing that anymore, but some of the older carts are still out there with it. But you can change it over for 50 bucks. okay, so it's not the end of the world. Gravity flow means they put the tank up high in the cart, just gravity alone pushes it through the system, so it trickles out of your faucet. Not the end of the world, but some states are not allowing that anymore. Um, the next thing I want you to make sure is how deep the pans are. How deep do they sit in the cart? There are some manufacturers, one that's big, 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 big. In fact, he filed bankruptcy and another big manufacturer out of Canada bought him last year. And he... He made a shallow well cart, which meant he saved a little money. It looked like it was a full-size steam table, and it was length and width-wise. Depth-wise, though, it was three inches or four inches deep, and you had to use two-inch steam pans, which meant you couldn't put much product in there. You want something that's six inches deep at least or holds a six-inch steam pan, and then that way your insert pans can be four inches deep. Then you've got plenty of room, and that's the standard in the industry. But some skirt it, save a little money. They'll save $3, but if they sell 1,000 carts or 500 carts and they save $3 on each one, that's $1,500 they saved. Um, and they'll save more than that just on the pan cost. I'm just telling you because it can be a pain. I went and, and talked with a vendor, and he wanted me to come look at his setup, and he was doing good. He was really doing good, but his pans were like this deep. And he was constantly having to check, change, everything. It was just a nightmare for him because his pans were this deep. I told him how he could lower his burners. There's ways that you can lower your burners sometimes. If they didn't build a shelf up underneath or a cabinet up underneath the burners, you can lower that down. But some of these manufacturers have a cabinet underneath, and you can't lower the burners anymore. So you're stuck with that shallow well pan. Um, I want to tell you this before we move on. Craigslist has some scams, and you have to watch out for them. Um, you will often be looking in, in Craigslist, and they will have something that says, $1,500 for this brand-new cart. I'm getting, being shipped over to Afghanistan, and, and my wife, brother, sister's neighbor's having chickens, having puppies, and we I've already got the cart at a shipping place. All you got to do is wire me the money, and we'll be good to go. If it sounds too, be good, to, too good to be true, it probably is run. Okay, Don't do any business outside of your area where you can go see that cart. If they give you an excuse that they can't show it to you, tell them to kiss your ass and hang up the phone. Um, tell them I said to kiss your ass. You know, it's just bull crap. It's, 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 it's a scam. I want you to stay away from that. I know a vendor in um, Denver, Colorado. He found a cart. This was his second cart. He found a cart online, and it was a good deal. And he went and got that, or he went and wired the money to the guy because the guy was an older couple. They were going on a mission trip for the church, and the cart was already in storage. 
but he had to get it in storage because he had sold his home already, and the church was paying for the storage, but the church said that they would ship the cart to him in Denver if he'd just wire the money to here. He wired the money. Turns out the wire went out of the country. He has nothing and will never get anything. Watch those deals. Don't don't Just don't buy it. If you can't go put your hands on it, don't do it. Um, unless you're dealing with a manufacturer in the country who can take a credit card, well, now they're federally regulated. That'd be credit card fraud across state lines. That'd be a federal crime. So you're okay buying. You go to a, a DreamMaker Carts and buy a cart and pay for it over the phone with a credit card. They ship it to you. They're not going to screw you. Um, guaranteed. So that's those you can trust. It's the ones that are selling off of Craigslist-type deals, and eBay even has some tricky ones that you have to watch for. They'll tell you they don't accept the eBay payment or PayPal. You have to go through, we want a wire, just run, run, run. Um, I'm going to hurry up through these. Um, BTU of the burners, it's hard to tell that from looking at a burner, and it's, it's, the, it's the output of the burner as far as how much the flame. It really is not the end of the world, but I try to stay away from those stainless steel burners because they don't typically have enough heat output or they don't give you enough options for regulation, and they don't last as long. Cast iron burners are the best, but it's not the end of the world. It's just my personal opinion and over experience over years. But if you get one with stainless steel, it's not the end of the world. Just check it. Make sure it's heating up. That's why it's good if they have pans. You can heat it up once. See how quick it heats up cold water. Um, more burners, the better. Um, because then you can adjust flames. If you get in a, a real rush, you can turn on everything and turn them on high and, and get some boiling water quick. Um, I already told you about firebox insulation. I told you about the insulation around the coolers. Make sure that if it has a cooler, there's, there's a company that calls a, uh, he has a cooler and then he has a meat cooler. The meat cooler has no insulation. It's just a sink. It's just crap. Anyway, um, Check that. Check your water tanks. Check for leaks. Check the gravity flow. If you end up seeing that the, the water line runs out over the burners and comes in, it's like coming over. I know I've got calls, and I promise I'll get to you in just a second. I'm almost done here. When those um, lines come across the burners, it heats up. This was the old way before they came out with these kick-butt, continuous flow hot water heaters. So if you see that, it's not the end of the world. It just means you really aren't going to have much hot water. You can change the system, um, and I can promise you you won't find it anywhere cheaper, but you can go to our website at benscarts.com, click on the accessory store. You can We even have instructions how to hook it up and change your system out uh, in a video. But um, whether you buy it from me or not, it's not that bad. You can put a pump on it. I think our pumps are 30 40 bucks. You can put a pump and a heater, and now you've got instant-on hot water anytime you want, and it's continuous. It doesn't run out. Um, other than, you know, the amount of water you have available. And that's pretty much it. Um, I think I've covered everything that could possibly is the big things to know. Paperwork and then checking the card out thoroughly. Don't be upset if you have to buy a crappy card at first and build it up. We had a guy on the radio show for a while, was out of Kentucky. He came on several times. He took a pretty basic, not the best-looking cart in the world, and put it on a flatbed trailer that he bought at Lowe's or Home Depot, at like a lawnmower trailer. He toted it around. He served off of it that way. That was smart. That was a wise use of his money. Instead of having to hold out and wait till he could afford this cart that he wanted, 
he went ahead and got started now. And that's smart. And we did a blog article about him in pictures, and you can go look at those up at learnhotdogs.com. But um, we're going to go ahead and take another call here. I'm going to play a quick commercial, light another cigarette, take a swig of my Diet Pepsi, and uh, and we'll be um, we'll be back in just a second. Want to save even more money? Build your own professional hot dog cart. Save over $1,000 at buildacart.com. Buildacart.com. You want to roll with a big dog? You need a cart that you can rely on. There's no better way to know your equipment than to build it yourself. Buildacart.com. You want to rock your world? Build this cart. Build it and they will come. Buildacart.com. He's flakier than your Aunt Millie's pie crust at the county fair. It's Ben on HDVR, Hot Dog Thunder Radio. All right, folks, we're back. Thanks for that short break. Um, I want to take caller area code 401. We're going to take another caller after that, and then we're going to be done probably. We've got about six minutes left in the show, seven minutes. Caller area code 401. You're live on Hot Dog Vendor Radio and Street Food Vendor TV. Thanks for joining us. Hey, Ben. It's Freddie with Elwood's Doghouse. Hey, uh, Freddie. I was going to ask you, where, just something that kind of bothers me on a daily basis when I'm vending. Where where do you put your tongs and your spoons and different cooking utensils during? Like, I know you like the, your big dog cart. I have the King Kiosk, and I'm just, like, never really sure where the heck to put my tongs other than at the end of the griddle. Right, right. You can put them there. I, I like keeping a pan, like a small quarter-size pan or even smaller, a six-size pan that's deep, like a six-inch deep stainless steel pan because it can sit on the griddle in your case. It can sit right behind your steam table, and I just throw it in there. Nobody can see the crud on it because over time as you dip stuff out, the you know hot dogs have grease in them, and the grease um, coagulates. It, it, does, it won't look bad. That's what I do. I've seen some other vendors do some cool stuff. I've seen some, some, you know, we've done it for some where we put a shelf in front of you there, even a half shelf, and then put a hole in it, a circle hole, and drop a soup steam pan in it. And now you've got the circle hole right there to your left or to your right that you can put that in. Um, you could make one out of wood and seal it with a food-grade silicone around the edges, put you some L brackets under it, paint it with aluminum paint, and it will look like it's stainless steel, and your health department won't care as long as it's non-porous. If you seal the wood and paint it, you should be fine, and you won't have much money in it. Okay. All right. Yeah, that sounds good. Well, good. Let me know what you end up doing. All right. Absolutely. Thank you. It's good talking to you, Freddie. Have a good evening. Um, Eric Code 361, you're live on Hot Dog Vendor Radio and Street Food Vendor TV. Eric Code 361. Um, it may have been an accident that they um, they had pressed one. At least it shows up that they wanted to talk. I apologize. Um, either way, um, we are here every week. We try to be here every Sunday night at 9 um, somebody did inform me that still at streetfoodvendor.tv, it said 8.30. I apologize. I don't know why that didn't get changed, but um, I assure you it's changed now, or at least I've, I got a text a minute ago that said it was changed. So I thank you for listening in. 
I thank you for being part of the show, and I hope that you all have a good week as far as you, you do whatever you need to do. Get, grab you a yellow pad and, and, and figure out what you're going to do this week. Make some changes. Do some things. Keep good records and make good money. If you're looking for a used car, um, again, that was Craigslist. It was um, Tempest, Search Tempest. I think it was called Search Tempest, one word searchtempest.com you can go to. That's a brilliant um, tip that someone called in tonight. And feel free to um, email me or, or use the feedback thing and leave a voicemail for the show. And you can say, hey, I need to know how to do this or I need to know. You don't even have to use your name. And so that way you can ask a question. If you feel like it's a stupid question, it's probably not. It's probably you haven't found the information. I will tell you at LearnHotDogs.com on the right-hand side, there is a box for typing in a word that you're trying to find. Let's say you're wanting to find, like tonight, we heard a, a, couple, a couple vendors that had found great locations, a church and the DMV. We've put out a list before of some of the most amazing, most successful locations. You can type in the word location. It'll pull up probably 25 articles we've done on locations. And, yes, it's a lot of time to go through. But it may be the difference between you making thirty thousand this year and you making one hundred thirty thousand this year. I got a call from a vendor in Atlanta. He didn't buy one of my carts. He built a cart, and he 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 started um, building it on his own. Then he ended up buying a course, and he he built this cart, and he is kicking butt in outside of a thrift store. It's a thrift store, and he said it is nonstop busy. He said, I need to already hire people because I'm getting worn out. He's just constantly busy. He's in the south side of Atlanta, um, and it's supposed to be a pretty nice area, um, somewhere near 441 or Highway 41 anyway. He's making good money. Um, there's vendors this year that are going to start this year and make hundred grand this year. There's vendors that are going to make 40000 this year, $40,000 income working not even full-time. So I, w I want to encourage you, if, if you have it in you and that's what you want to do, this can be that for you. It's not for everybody, and we've talked about that before. You can go back about six shows and, and hear my um, negatives about the business. I think it's four or five. Well, we have about 90 seconds left, so I'm going to go ahead and close this out. I thank everybody for joining us. Y'all have a great evening. Hot Dog Vendor Radio was brought to you by Ben'sCarts.com and the hot dog answer man himself, Mr. Ben Wilson. Also by the letter H and the number one. Tune in next week for the very best hot dog vendor information money can't buy on HDVR Hot Dog Vendor Radio.